0: hello and welcome to Travel Writers Radio. I'm your host, Graham Kemlo, bringing you our authentic, independent stories about the people behind the food, wine, lifestyle and travel experiences available around the world and around the corner. There are no influencers here, just storytellers, journalists, members of Pallet, the Professional Association of Lifestyle and Travel Writers. So you're tuned to J Air and we're on air Wednesdays from 5 p.m. 7pm. My co-host tonight is Rita Ehrlich. Hi, Rita. Hello, Graham. Hello, listeners. Now, Proving yet again that Melbourne loves her football, her gardens and her Formula One, there's more than three quarters of a million attendees went through the turnstiles last weekend. The City of Attendees, as I'll call her, set new records for turning out as a total 444,631 gathered for the four-day Formula One Australian Grand Prix at Elbert Park. The Australian Grand Prix Corporation, the AGPC, reported this had broken the record crowd of 419,000 set last year after the event was effectively halted for the previous two years due to COVID-19. While rain had threatened practice days, my two visits to the city, unrelated to the F1 round, found roads busy And public transport in high demand. City streets carried a lot of traffic, not unlike an F1 start. You had to negotiate your way along the footpath. Restaurants were very busy. And pop-up F1 souvenir shop at Crown Tower was selling hats, shirts and other official merchandise. Sunday dawned a beautiful day here in Melbourne. And that particular day, the Grand Prix drew its own record crowd of 128,294 to the Lakeside Racetrack. There was a party atmosphere and familiar celebrity faces, including our Kylie Minogue, wandered around in the pits as tension built. Meanwhile, in the corporate boxes, where some had paid almost $5,000 for a four-day VIP corporate hospitality experience, the champagne was flowing. Melbourne was also busy attending AFL, The matches over the four days garnered more than 220,480 fans. They attended either the MCG or Marvel Stadium here in Melbourne. And over the same period, more than 100,000 were expected to attend the Melbourne International Flower and Garden Show at the Royal Exhibition Buildings on the edge of the city. Melbourne's hosted Formula One since 1996 and secured the extra two years hosting so it'll be here until 2037. Bring on the attendees, Rita.
1: I don't think anyone has been home at all over the
0: last week. No, I think you're right.
1: <laughs> now, tonight on Travel Writers Radio, we feature... Well, you probably heard of the Field of Light at Uluru. Caroline Jasinski has discovered another installation in the Northern Territory, the Light Towers at Kings Canyon. And she talks to the man behind the lights, Bruce Munro. Helen Hayes reports in from Montana, USA, where she's been on one of the largest privately owned ski fields in the country, Big Sky. Not only is it huge, but it boasts triple diamond black runs. Helen speaks with the CEO, Brad Niver, While he was in Adelaide recently, Graham Kemlow spoke with Martin Radcliffe, General Manager of Adelaide Convention Centre, which was the first purpose-built convention centre in Australia, and it continues to punch above its weight. One of our Foundation members on the show, Veronica Matheson, has just returned from a month's travelling in Japan. She decided to travel around by bullet train, which sounds like a fantastic way to go because it avoids airport security, X-ray machines and, most importantly, general grumpiness. And she was dining in style on a bento box at 300 kilometres an hour.
0: I'd love to do that, Rita. It's something on my list. Let it it be said. Now, our culinary and hospitality editor, that's you, Rita Ehrlich, also my co-host, has been thinking about Melbourne the food capital of Australia, and its annual food and wine festival, which ran during the month of March. Sun she reports on that. And Kirsty Bedford continues her interview series with the CEOs of luxury travel companies. This week, Kirsty speaks with Fiona Dalton, the general manager of Virtuoso Australia and New Zealand, about the preferences of luxury travellers. You may be surprised to learn a lot of them are choosing to travel in low season to avoid the crowds... And she also reports on the, quote, stratospheric rise in expedition cruising. That's all coming up now on Travel Writers Radio here on JA 88 fm in Melbourne.